Blog Talk Radio. Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at Mike Roth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is Mike Roth. I'm here today with Tom Quigley. Say hi to everyone, Tom. How you doing? Thanks for joining us, Tom. Uh, before we get started, Tom, let me tell everyone about a couple of things that are coming up here in Sandler. Uh, we have a special uh, shortened cold call camp coming up in two weeks on the 17th of December from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, also on the same day from... Uh, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. We have the Sandler uh, Client Appreciation uh, Party Meeting. And uh, into January, we have uh, our Business Builder Series continuing over at the uh, Ivy Hills Country Club. And the topic of that uh, meeting is the art of tongue fu, or how to communicate with other people. The business develop, development has a lot to do with communication skills, so we're going to concentrate on our communication skills. Uh, you can go over to Eventbrite and look up uh, RothConsulting.net, and you'll find uh, the Art of Tongue Fu registration available there, or you can contact Brittany at 513-753-9400, extension 102, and you can also register for the cold call camp. Um, Let me tell everyone a little bit about the uh, the experience that Tom has had. Tom has been in the insurance industry for 24 years as both an insurance agent and a consultant. Uh, previously uh, to working with ClaimLinks, Tom owned his own insurance agency for 15 years, focusing on complete solutions for business owners. Tom is an advocate for the business owner and his main focus is on saving employers' money. He, along with Christy and Ed Lyon, developed ClaimLink solutions that have saved businesses millions of dollars on their health insurance. Tom graduated from Central Michigan University with a background in business. Tom resides in the uh, Loveland area with his wife, Christy, and their, uh, their animals, Lady and Fenway. <laughs> Fenway, that's, a, that, that's a, a reference back to your growing up in Boston, isn't it, Tom? Uh, Fenway's had a great life. He's seen three Red Sox championships, which uh, prior to 19, uh, after 1918, they had none until 2004. So Fenway's had a great life, along yeah. with some Patriots and Bruins and Celtics uh, championships. Okay. 
you actually took him to the games with you. Oh, he's a big hit. He's a big hit. Yeah. Unless you give him a bone. Tom, why don't you uh, tell uh, our listeners a little bit of more about yourself and your company, Climlinks? Climlinks uh, was started in uh, 2004 to uh, help business owners reduce one of their biggest headaches, uh, costs, and that is uh, the health insurance uh, benefits. And the whole premise is around a 1954 federal tax law, along with some new laws that have been developed to bring the employer great reduction in premium costs and improve the benefits for the employees. Uh, we work on a percentage of what we save companies, and uh, for the most part, um, health insurance costs have gone up tremendously for the average consumer. Uh, most of our clients, it's status quo, if not a little reduction over the last five years. So uh, we'll talk about how that happens. Uh how did you happen to decide to to get into this uh, particular niche in the insur- health insurance world? Well, it, it all uh, happened at a uh, Super Bowl gathering at my house. Uh, we had a gentleman named Ed Lyon, uh, who's a tax attorney, and my charming wife, Christy, who uh, worked for Anthem Blue Cross, and I owned an insurance agency. And in that particular football game, uh, the Baltimore Ravens were winning quite convincingly over the New York Giants around the year 2000, and we came up with an idea uh, because of the HIPAA laws that were developed in the mid-'90s. I was experiencing some pain in terms of clients getting big rate increases, and Ed came up with a tax law. My wife came up with some statistics, and I came up with the insurance product, and we started uh, out that way. Okay, and uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about how you you interact at ClaimLinks with the uh, Obamacare laws? Well, the Affordable Care Act is nothing more than a tax. Uh, and what most people are unaware of is how to take advantage. Every tax has tax breaks, pros and cons. The problem is is people are either Fox News, CNN, or MSNBC, and they've all been pretty negative on this law. But the issue is there is a lot of positive on this law that people are not taking advantage of. Um, and most folks are getting their tax accountants or their tax attorneys involved, and it is costing them a lot of money because they're simply not taking advantage of tax breaks. Uh, are you talking about individuals or companies? Companies and individuals. Both. Both. Hmm. Perhaps you could give us an example, Tom. Well, we have, I was in a client's uh, office this morning, and we simply, under the new law, uh, most people are buying group health insurance the traditional way. But if your company is under 50 or for next year under 100, there is absolutely no reason why you should have an affordable health plan because it is hurting the employees' chances of getting tax breaks, also known as subsidies, along with their family. 
And it's very simple to make your health insurance plan unaffordable and not hurt anybody by doing so. And what I mean to be be, uh, an oxymoron, make your plan unaffordable and not hurt anybody. Tell us what that means. Well, unfortunately, most people are buying, again, the group health plan traditionally Mm -hmm. with an untraditional law and using old theories uh, very similar to like in the 1800s where they'd do leech therapy and other things to get rid of diseases, and um, and then we uh, developed yeah, penicillin. Leeches yeah, leeches are coming back. Yeah, they are. My dad actually cut his thumb off a couple months ago, and they actually used the leeches to help out. But there's some old things in this lo- old old ideas that actually work also with this law. So same same philosophy. But the bottom line is this: is uh, most companies um, don't realize that. Their employees, uh, I have companies where their premium was fifteen, sixteen hundred a month for families, mm-hmm. and they were asking their employees to pay six or seven hundred. And some of those families, uh, because of the tax breaks, have gone to zero premium, and their deductibles have been lowered to five hundred dollars, and their benefits are better than what they were ten years ago. But the way most companies are set up. They're set up where these folks cannot take advantage of tax breaks. And if they understood that, it's, sim- it's similar to a trust. If you are doing estate planning, most people set up a trust and that doubles the amount before you have to pay Uncle Sam an estate tax. All you need is a trust to do this and have an attorney involved to uh make the appropriate uh, document needed. The health law is no different. By doing, making your plan unaffordable, you are allowing all your employees who qualify for these tax breaks, for them and their dependents, to take advantage. Instead of paying the insurance company these ridiculous premiums, you now are getting Uncle Sam to pay directly to the insurance carrier of their choice part of the premium, if not all. And as a business owner, you can use this strategy, in some cases, to reduce your costs up to 80% per month of what you're paying. So does that mean that every employee or employer and employee must set up a trust? There is no trust involved. Um, with this, the employer needs a document that spells out the cost of the insurance, so they need a employee handbook mm-hmm. along with what's called a Section 105 plan that enables them to deliver the same benefits to all employees, so there's no discrimination issues, mm-hmm. and charge people the same amount for single coverage that is unaffordable under the federal law, the Affordable Care Act. Mm-hmm. And there is absolutely no penalties for companies in 2000. 15 who have 100 or less employees. So if the premiums are unaffordable, what does the employee do who wants health insurance? They go on. What we do is we guide them to the public exchanges. Mm-hmm. And what we that does is that allows for them to get on 
and greatly reduce the costs of the health insurance. It may go down to $200 total a month. And if you're an employer, having your employees share in that cost where they were paying five or six hundred, mm-hmm. what an opportunity for the the employees to stay happy. And what the Section 105 plan allows you to do, it allows you to deliver, self-fund the benefits so the employees still have their co-pays and they have their out-of-pocket greatly reduced. And the bottom line is, is the health insurance carriers um, are still getting paid. The employees are still getting benefits. But now both the employee and the employer are paying 60, 70, 80 percent less than what they were last year. And uh, the government is kicking in the difference between the premium amount and what the employees are paying? They're paying for those who qualified for the tax breaks based on, your, for example, a family of four making under $95,000 qualifies for tax breaks. Mm-hmm. A single person making 46000 or less qualifies for tax breaks. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting uh, perspective. Uh, Tom has agreed to uh, answer questions from callers. Uh, today our call-in number is 646-595-4916. Uh, Tom, let me ask you uh, uh, one more question Sure. Uh, before we take a break. And we'll be able to screen the calls during the commercial breaks. How did you guys come up with this uh, 105 plan? Uh, Mr. Lion, Lion uh, uh, who owns TaxSoftware.com, came up uh, with the tax law that he felt could be beneficial for our clients. And it's still on the books. It's been around since 1954, and it was put in because Procter & Gamble, General the federal government wanted to be able to self-fund. Mm-hmm. So it was originally intended for self-funding, and now you can use it with the Affordable Care Act. You could have used it with any plan with or without the Affordable Care Act. It's The Affordable Care Act has just brought more opportunities to reduce your costs as an employer. Okay, good. We're going to uh, listen to Jimmy Fox talk about Tip Club. That's our uh, networking meeting, the next networking meeting for December. Is December 18th, that's Thursday, from 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. meeting starts promptly. Uh, Jimmy, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about Tip Club? Hi, I'm Jimmy Fox of Tip Club. Tip Club is a professional networking organization whose members help each other succeed. We meet once per month and provide a forum where business-to-business professionals are able to connect with more desirable opportunities and build long-term strategic partnerships. I'm inviting Cincinnati Business Talk listeners to come to our free networking event. You'll have the opportunity to meet new people, share leads and referrals, and grow your business through strategic alliances. Membership in our Cincinnati group is open to only one person per specific trade or occupation. Business-to-business professionals only, please. We do not accept multi-level marketing or recruiting-driven memberships. This is our only group in Cincinnati. 
We'll meet on the third Thursday of the month from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, 4357 Ferguson Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio. To reserve a seat, please go to www.tipclub.com and click on the Events tab at the top of the page. Then, just scroll down the list until you come to the Cincinnati event. Or you may call 800-798-0270. That's 1-800-798-0270. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you at our next networking event. Mike Roth. I'm back with Tom Quigley. Uh, Tom, how do people find out about you? How do you go to market? We have a lot of centers of influence across the country, such as uh, certified public accountants, uh, tax attorneys, uh, AFLAC agents, uh, property and casualty agents, uh, financial planners, who uh, love what we're doing and are spreading the news that there is a an alternative to the high cost of group health insurance. Mm-hmm. So how does ClaimLinks fit into this little equation? ClaimLinks is a third-party administrator uh, and also a national consulting firm and need be an insurance agency that uh, manages the whole process so that the employer can write one check for all the premiums and the employer can design their benefits however they want underneath a high-deductible health plan. Mm -hmm. So what's high-deductible typically mean? Uh, I like high-deductible, five, $6,000 deductible plans covered 100% after that by the insurance carriers. Mm-hmm. All with the new law, all preventative services such as fifty-year-olds getting colonoscopies, uh, mammograms, PSA tests, child's immunizations must be on every health insurance plan with no limits. Mm-hmm. Uh, one physical a year, you're allowed to have at no cost. Right. So that stuff is in the standard plan. All in the standard where everyone is making their mistake with the health insurance is they think they have to buy the benefits, the co-pays, the lower deductibles from the insurance company. And if they allowed basic math to work, as we say, everyone needs to take the Dr. Phil moment out of health insurance and make it a math problem, not an emotional problem. And if you can do that, you can reduce your costs 50, 60, 80% routinely and provide the employees better benefits. The employees understand what's called co-pays. Mm-hmm. You go to the doctor, you pay $20. If you go to the emergency room, you pay $200. What they don't understand is deductibles and what's called co-insurance, their head spends. Mm-hmm. The insurance carriers have done a marvelous job at making everyone's head spend. What we're doing is we're trying to make it basic. Uh, being a, Sitting here in Ohio, um, I call it the Woody Hayes approach to football. He ran the ball up the middle, up the middle, up the middle, and maybe once a half he allowed his uh, quarterback to throw to the tight end. And if he wasn't close, he didn't get to throw again. 
they won a lot of football games with that approach. The problem is uh, the health insurance got to spread offenses and all these convoluted schemes that no one understands. So what I'm trying to do is bring back the basics. And if everyone understands copays, so why even mess with deductibles if you do not have to? Mm-hmm. So when you said a $5,000 deductible, that means any medical procedure less than 5000 is going to come out of pocket for the uh, patient? Either the, the patient would under a normal plan, but under our plan, both the employee and the employer share in that cost. I see. Which creates lots of opportunity for savings for both the employee and the employer. Because neither one is fully paying for the coverage. Correct. And what a lot of people don't understand, there's a lot of programs out there, such as prescription drug programs that will pick up the total cost of the drug or a portion of the cost of the drug. So as your deductible is being met behind the scenes, you have a third-party payer somewhere paying for it. There's also programs if you go inpatient hospital or have surgeries from the hospital that they get federal grants that pay for your deductibles. And you may qualify for those. Unfortunately, most people are unaware of them. Both doctors and hospitals, unfortunately, haven't done a great job of letting their patients know when they prescribe a new drug or if there's a procedure in the hospital, there may be a program that covers those deductibles, both at a personal level and at a company level. Hmm. That, that, that's real interesting. So when you go to market, uh, how would you describe your unique marketing advantage? There are ideas. Um, we ask for the owner to be involved along with their CPA or tax attorney. Mm-hmm. And we ask their CPA or tax attorney how conservative or how aggressive they would like to be with this new tax law. The insurance agents sell product. So the insurance agents sell the product. We have solutions. The accountant makes the determination on how they want to take advantage of the new tax law. Just, it's very similar if you have, if as a business owner, if you have a tax question, do you call your insurance agent or your CPA My or CPA. tax attorney? That's I would hope so. Mm-hmm. I believe I had you talk to your CPA what ten, eleven years ago when we put a similar the one hundred five plan. That's it, correct. Yes, yes, and you know, it, it probably reduced our medical costs that year eighty percent. Uh, yes, it did that year, and your CPA. Um, was versed and understood it, and most CPAs or tax attorneys are well aware of this tax law. Uh, they, they have not had a need to explain this to employers in the past, mm-hmm. um, but it's gotten out of control, and with the new Affordable Care Act, um, everyone's head's spinning. Mm-hmm. All because of the new documents. Well, it's a 2,000-page document, but the reality is what pertains to the health insurance is probably about three paragraphs. Really? It's not much. Not much. Section 2711. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Do you have uh, salespeople at ClaimLinks that work for you? Yes, we have several uh, sales uh, people um, who are in our office in uh, Blue Rush. Okay. And you do business in which states, Tom? We can, uh, the solution works in all 50 states. Some states have different state statutes and laws that make it easier or more difficult for certain things to be accomplished. But overall, this is a federal tax law. And our program is using a federal law. Okay. What do you think is the uh, biggest obstacle that you face to growth? Confusion, not getting the right people involved, owners deferring it to make it, allowing HR, human resources, or CFOs to make decisions on health benefits. Um, when this is their third or fourth biggest expense and they should be directly involved getting the appropriate people in their company involved. Um, instead, they have deferred it to people that, quite frankly, with this new law, are not, are not qualified to make those decisions. And they're listening to people who are giving advice who are commissioned salespeople versus getting advice from the appropriate people, a CPA or a tax attorney, uh, who is unbiased also, that can make the decision a lot easier for companies. So some companies have the wrong trusted advisor. The trusted advisor has a self-interest because they're making commission. Some, um, or lack of knowledge. I'm fortunate enough to have a tax attorney and a CPA uh, who are part of the solution, who are also, also uh, co-authors of the book we wrote, How to Beat Obamacare. Oh, if someone wants to get a copy of your book, How to Beat Obamacare, how do they do that? Uh, they can go to Amazon or they can go to uh, Kindle um, or they can uh, Barnes & Noble or they can simply go to our website at ClaimLinks, C-L-A-I-M-L-I-N-X.com and they can... Click on the link, and we have two books. One is, uh, the newest one is How to Beat Obamacare. The previous one was How to Beat the High Cost of Healthcare. Mm. Two books. Two books. How many copies have you sold? I don't know. We get a royalty check every quarter. Um, we're not becoming millionaires on it. I have seen the first book on the bookshelves oh, uh, right. Yeah, at Barnes & Noble. Mm -hmm. That was so kind of weird. Kind of got some national uh, publicity. Yeah, and Ed's been on CNN and several other shows. Um, yeah, it's law. I mean, it's very, it's very entertaining. This uh, law. I mean, it's just the uh, the lack of knowledge and the miscommunication that's being uh, said over that. You know, you're either a Fox person, a CNN person, or MSNBC person. Uh, I've heard all three of them just totally get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, on some of your larger accounts, how many dollars per year have you saved those companies? I've saved school districts $2 million, $3 million a year. I've saved uh, businesses, private businesses, over a million a year. I've saved four-person libraries, 50000 a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it varies. Um, it depends how much they've already stripped their benefits, meaning raising their deductibles and increasing their co-pays to the employees. Um, that determines a good chunk of how much they will save. Mm-hmm. Is there a factor for how healthy or sick the employees are? That's the trouble with the Affordable Care Act. Um, the, the for there is absolutely zero reason wellness programs and those help you personally, but they're not going to cut the cost of health insurance with this new law. I mean, if you read the application, and I wish I was kidding, uh, you're not considered a smoker if you smoke less than four days a week and if it's for religious ceremony purposes. So you're out with the boys having a few beers and, hey, a cigar or a cigarette, you're not a smoker. Mm. You, you know, the I, the I wish I was kidding. Uh, that is the law. That's really strange. We're going to take a, another commercial break here. If you have a question for Tom about the Affordable uh, Health Care Act, the number is 646-595-4916. And uh, we're going to listen to a couple of Sandler commercials here. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. At the first sign of trouble, there are three types of business leader. The first type of leader is like a turtle. He pulls his head and tail in and hides in his shell. Turtles hunker down, just trying to survive. The second type of leader is an opportunist. They're like eagles. Eagles spread their wings and take advantage of the winds. They catch the storm wind and rise to new heights. The third group, between turtles and eagles, are called turkeys. Turkeys are average and anxious. They huddle together and move. They never saw. Turkeys are easy prey for those who seize the opportunity and soar. If someone in your industry goes out of business, are you going to get the business? The question is, which type of leader are you? Will you seize the opportunities to take market share and grow, or will your fate be like the turkeys? If you're serious about growth, call me to arrange a confidential meeting, 513-646-6523, or check our website at rothconsulting.net. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. You've heard our commercials about sales and sales management, but you haven't made the call for some reason. Maybe you're having your best year ever. Maybe you think a sales development company won't work in your industry. You're different. I wish I had a nickel for every time I heard that. Maybe you're afraid that if you called, you'd buy something. If you're happy with all your sales and profits, and believe you have all the answers or simply don't see yourself investing in yourself or your people, then don't make the call. We have nothing for you. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, mentoring, business owners, and sales professionals who are serious about their careers. So if you believe that Sandler Sales Training might make you better, faster, meaner, and stronger, call me at 513-646-6523 or register for our next open house. Roth & Associates, the most experienced sales trainer in Cincinnati. You can check us at www.rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with uh, Tom Quigley of ClaimLix. Tom, if everyone was to take advantage of the 105 plans and higher deductibles like you're suggesting, uh, couldn't that bankrupt the country because the, the government would have to pay out these subsidies? Well, first of all, the 105 plan and the subsidies are not related. It's... Um, the affordability of the health insurance. But to to answer your question, I've heard that. 
these subsidies are going to bankrupt the country. And that kind of makes me laugh because they're not putting in the right formula. If you're a company currently making a million dollars, or paying, I'm sorry, paying a million dollars for your health benefits, Uncle Sam gets zero, the state taxation gets zero, everyone gets zero. Why? Because benefits are tax-free. Deductible. Deductible. Both for the employee and the employer, both their contributions. Mm -hmm. So if you um, cut the insurance premiums and the benefit costs by 200 well, let's call it eight hundred thousand dollars. So you go to two hundred from a million to two hundred thousand. You just created eight hundred thousand dollars that is potentially taxable because it either stays in the company's coffers, they give raises, right. all taxable events. If that was built into the equation that these experts are doing, which I've yet to hear one say this, um, you would quickly realize America would save about a trillion dollars per year and create enough taxable revenue to more than pay for the subsidies, probably pay down some of the national debt. Hmm. There's probably, but unfortunately, we aren't hearing that from any of the networks. Right, right. So over at ClaimLinks, uh, do you guys have a long-term strategic pl business plan? Yes. Uh, our, the long-term plan is... Employers provide benefits to have a competitive edge. So if we're able to keep the benefits at company A better than company B, C, and D, mm -hmm. we're able to greatly enhance people to want to work for company A. So our, our goals are to improve benefits over the course of the next five to ten years, decrease their costs, and keep them status quo once they've done everything they possibly can to keep the costs down. The problem is people are buying it the most expensive way through traditional group health insurance arrangements mm -hmm. or traditional self-funded arrangements, and they are being taken for a joyride. Uh, Tom, we have a, a theory here of operation that says simple solutions to complex problems are invariably wrong. Uh, can you share with our audience a complex problem that you ran into over at Clamlix and the equally complex solution you used to solve it? Sure. I had a, uh, a client who was working for Procter & Gamble who was debating whether they could get out of working Retire, they wanted to retire early, and they were so emotionally distraught because they thought they could not get health insurance for their family. And what they didn't realize was they had six kids and two adults, and that's eight people. And I showed them after your adjusted gross income after that uh, year uh, literally got their premium down to $98 a month for health insurance. So they were able to retire, um, and because they had so many children under the age of 18, they were able to take advantage. They started late in life. Uh, they were able to take advantage of getting a $500 deductible for their whole family with this new law. 
Um, another example is we had a, a young lady in Cleveland who had cancer and thought she had to stay on COBRA health insurance. Mm-hmm. COBRA's expensive. Yeah, she was paying about $1,100 a month for her and her spouse. Mm-hmm. And what she didn't realize was because there's no pre-existing conditions anymore on the health insurance plan, the law, um, she was able to reduce her premium to, I think it was $72 for her and her husband. Wow. and lower their out-of-pocket, I believe it was to $250 a year. This is really a case of the buyer beware, and the the real information isn't always out there. Lack of knowledge. The the government did a horrible job at unveiling this health law. The insurance agents are doing a horrible job across the country collectively of giving people ideas and solutions and quite frankly, uh, a lot of accountants and tax attorneys have their head buried in the sand with this law, um, and they're not up to date. And the government put in this law, and the IRS refuses to give companies guidance on it, whether they have a qualified health plan for 2015 if they're over 100, meaning they may have to pay a penalty, and they refuse to give what's called private letter rulings. So you have all these people, mass confusion, and the saddest part of all is they're doing nothing because that's what people do when they're scared. They freeze. Mm-hmm. And if I can unfreeze half of them, uh, they can, everyone can improve benefits, but half of them I can really make a dent into letting people know this law really is a good thing. Mm-hmm. There's how more many, pros than cons. How many new clients are you guys taking on every month? I believe we have 20 new businesses across the country for January 1st. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's not even it's still a month away. We're um, very close to, um, to they will have February 1st effective dates. Mm-hmm. And with this law, the other misconception is there's open enrollment. Yes. The way we structure this, it's considered what they call a triggering event, so people can do this all year long. Mm-hmm. So in any month, in any week, a company can change and allow their employees to enroll. That is correct. They don't have to wait for the uh, November through December open enrollment period. Right. I, I believe I could take a 20-person company in two minutes, make it unaffordable so that eight or nine of their employees can instantly get subsidies. And if they do it prior to the 15th of the month, they could uh, get effective dates for the first of the following month. Now how do you make it unaffordable? It has to be more than 9.56% of an employee's income for next year. So... If you do the math, okay, make a hundred thousand a year. You're making, let's say, you make thirty thousand a year, mm-hmm. and it's just you, mm-hmm. and you're sixty years old. So what you do is you take point oh nine five six percent, multiply it by thirty thousand, divided by twelve, and whatever that number is, as an employer, you want your employees paying. More than that for single coverage. Mm-hmm. Now that will upset the other employees. Yes. 
well, if I'm the employer, I'm, I'll give you a raise, Mike. And because of a, another tax law called Section 125, it allows you to pay for your health insurance costs with pre-tax dollars. So the net result is I pay no new taxes for giving you a raise, and you pay no new taxes. You have the same adjusted gross income, but now because I designed it that way, all my employees who qualify for tax breaks. It's that simple. Well, it also sounds complex that I really do need that CPA or tax lawyer. Oh, of course you do. Okay, and my simple uh, medical insurance sales guy is going to uh, say that I can't do it. Right. And there's a lot of uh, insurance agents out there who I, I guess are practicing law. They must have law degrees to be able to tell people it's illegal. Um, my favorite is when they tell people it's unethical. But it's ethical for insurance companies to raise your rates 50%. Yeah. yeah. Ethics is a, an interesting question, you know. Yeah. Very interesting. You know, I think it's ethical to pay as little federal income tax as you're legally required to pay. Um, and a lot of people are overpaying. Mm-hmm. A lot. Now that's a problem. That's a problem. Uh, again, Tom is willing to uh, answer questions. If you have a question, you can call in on 646-595-4916. Uh, Tom, when you talk to uh, company owners out there, what are they asking you for? Well, a lot of them want to know who else is doing this. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem for them to talk to references. Uh, we have plenty of people who, you know, are either on our video or can literally talk to them on the phone. So if they want to see your video, where do they go? What website? Kleinlinks, dot com. Mm-hmm. And we have both Ed and Mike and myself and my wife uh, speaking um, in regards to uh, some of the issues on health insurance. Uh, mm-hmm. But the uh, one thing that they should do is they um, should, uh, you know, absolutely you get your CPA, your tax attorney involved in the process and start saving money. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, the signal that... that- that someone should uh, look at this? What what size of company do they have to be? Uh, again, we've helped one-person groups all the way up to school districts of 800 to 1,000. Okay, so it can be small employers with less than five employees. I enjoy helping anyone. Um, that's why we put in this solution. It was meant to help people. Um, unfortunately, um, some people think uh, it sounds too good to be true. That's our. That's probably our biggest obstacle. Mm-hmm. How can we possibly go from paying ten thousand a month down to two for our company? Right. It doesn't sound uh, not, well logically honest. It, it doesn't. But the reality is, uh, how many more times are you going to allow the insurance company to raise your rates ten, twenty, thirty percent? Mm-hmm. And then the advice is to strip your benefits and increase your employees' costs. Um, how many more times are you going to fall for that trick? Mm. And it is, is a trick. It's a great trick. And, and by the way, the people who advise you to do that are giving themselves raises. 
Uh, it's an interesting conundrum that you, you seem to have come up with the answer for. Uh, Tom, we're going to take a, a short break here. We're going to listen to San Rule number 15, and we'll be back in about two minutes. Again, if you have any questions, call in on uh, 646-595-4916. Let's listen to San Rule number 15. Hi, I'm Rich Isaac from Sandler Training, and I'm here to talk about rule number 15. The best presentation you ever give is the one the prospect will never see. Now, let's start by talking about the fact that that rule should not be taken literally. Of course, there's an appropriate time to talk about your products, your services, your solutions, your prices. What happens is that most salespeople simply talk about it too soon. The prospective client will say things to them like, show me what you have, tell me what you can do and the salesperson, eager to show their credibility and to show their product knowledge, will go into presentation mode. And there's two problems with that. Number one, it's too early to make a presentation because the salesperson isn't knowledgeable enough about the particular situation the prospective client is facing. And second of all, it comes off like a sales pitch. And if there's one thing that prospective clients can't stand, it's someone making a pitch at them trying to convince them. Is there a better way, a better way to show your knowledge and build credibility with the prospective client? Actually, there are two ways. First is you can learn to ask better questions, more insightful questions. And second, you can learn to tell stories, meaningful stories that the prospective client will be able to relate to. Let me give you an example. Let's assume that I sell software to help companies run their warehouses more effectively. I might say, Sam, as the Vice President of Operations, I'm wondering if you ever run into these issues. A lot of people tell me that they have a real balancing act between reducing their inventory expense and still being able to handle just-in-time delivery. It's really challenging for them. Others tell me that they have a difficult time getting their staffs to follow the procedures in their warehouse as exactly and effectively as they could. Now, before I go on, I'm wondering if you can relate to either of those two things. Now, what did I just accomplish? Through simply telling a story and asking a simple question, I was able to show my credibility, show my knowledge, show my understanding of their business. In essence, I presented information in such a way that they got those things without me coming off like a salesperson making a pitch. Remember, if you want to really be the most credible professional salesperson, learn to tell better stories and ask better questions. Remember, if you get good at both of those things, the best presentation you ever give is the one the prospect (coughs) will never see. This is Mike Roth and Tom Quiggle. We're talking about the Affordable Care Act and how to uh, reduce costs for companies and individuals. Tom, uh, as your company grows, uh, are you planning to add more employees at ClaimLinks this year? Well, we've um, grown. We've added three new employees in the last three months, um, one a month. Um, what we're uh, we've expanded. We have a satellite office down in Boston. Um, we plan on hiring some sales reps in Chicago, Atlanta, and Dallas, mm-hmm. and possibly in the New York City area. Um, we feel those states are pretty uh, open 
mm-hmm. those metro areas. Are Who are your best prospects? Uh, quite frankly, I think anybody is. I have yet to see a company we could not help with this new law. Really? It's ridiculous what people are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's change subjects for a minute. Uh, Tom, you've been leading your companies uh, for 15, 20 years. Perhaps you could give other leaders that are listening a leadership tip. What I would uh, recommend anyone doing is, no matter what industry you're in, get a competitive edge no matter what you do. Do something unique. Uh, Be a leader, not a follower. Uh, There's too many people who try to copy other people um, and fail miserably trying to do the same thing over and over again. What I'd recommend anybody do, no matter if you're selling widgets or if you're selling insurance or you need to do something different than the norm, Some, no matter if it's your sales approach or if it's your products. Um, people need to remember you. Mm-hmm. Do you do uh, weekly or monthly seminars for business owners so they can find out more about what you do? We we have uh, webinars that we do um, frequently. Um, sometimes we will do a seminar. I spoke uh up in Mount Washington, New Hampshire, uh, with uh, some Kenworth dealers across the country, actually in Mexico and Canada, too. Uh, they were all laughing about the American health care system. That was kind of funny. But um, we, 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 both Ed and I um, have spoken across the country uh, to employers, uh, CFO roundtable groups, uh, chambers. Uh, we're more than willing to speak Um at these events um, to try to promote not only what we're doing, but to give people a education that they don't have to stay status quo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ought to talk to the uh, downtown Cincinnati, Cincinnati Rotary Club. I'll connect you with the uh, program's chair. Uh, Tom, what motivates you to make tough decisions as a leader? Well, the... Uh, Toughest thing as leaders is to to understand that when you do things unique, that people uh, usually don't like it. People don't like people. They view you as a rebel rouser uh, within your industry. Um, so as a leader, you, you've got to understand that your actions uh, can come back to haunt you if you are not... Uh, always politically, you want to be politically correct. Um, You you get very frustrated with uh, certain people, but what you need to do as a leader is you need to put that behind you and teach uh, people what you're doing and how to do it in a more efficient way. And sometimes that is very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are three key components of growth for companies, companies like ClaimLinks. Uh, it's people, process, and strategy. People, process, and strategy. Can mm-hmm. you talk for a moment about each one of the three? Well, people, you, you need people who are committed to your cause. Um, strategy, um, you need to have a plan of attack. Um, and that's, I learned a lot from uh, actually yourself, Mike, uh, through Sandler on strategies and 
how to train salespeople and train uh, staff into always always looking for sales and speaking engagements uh, for strategies. And then, I'm sorry, what was the third? People, process, and strategies. I took the third second. <laughs> process, you got to have a uh, pro- that. In our company, my wife uh, is awesome at uh, the process, along with our uh, sales uh, uh, consultant uh, that we have in terms of the business. We have a business coach, um, and they have worked together along with our uh, manager for our company, uh, Nicole, in uh, putting together processes that most good salespeople don't like processes. Uh, so that's been a challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you've run this company, ClaimLinks, for more than five years. Uh, ten years, actually. Ten years, yeah. okay. Uh, if we would ask your employees to describe your corporate culture, what would they say? It's it's loose. It's in, um, very... Uh, energetic um, and it's a team orientated uh, company um, and if you don't fit the team um, you, you don't stay on the team mm-hmm. uh, what's stronger in your company uh, your sales management team or the sales organization uh, clearly the uh, sales organization so you're a sales-driven company? We're a sales-driven company trying to educate America as we go along. And we understand that if people understand what we're doing, um, they will become a long-term client. What's to prevent competition from reading your books and uh, cropping up? Because I haven't heard about too many companies like yours, Tom. Well, the first... Uh, book we had a couple copycats and uh but that's flattering actually it's kind of like the mcdonald's burger king uh scenario they both get more traffic if they both are in a location uh it just validates our ideas when people try to copy them um that i totally enjoy that mm-hmm. i'd encourage people to uh do things differently and if we have a little uh, the problem we have is if people truly understood what we do, they realize we really have no competition across the country um, with this uh, new law. Mm-hmm. But I think competition is a good thing. Um, there are people who are unique in their ideas, and I support them. I, I think it's great to have uh, creativity. Um, you know, there's been other people who have written books on health insurance. Uh, out there, uh, one comes to mind, Paul Zane Pilzer, another gentleman named John Gratzer, and I've read all their books, uh, mm-hmm. very interesting. There's actually a lady um, for insurance education, uh, Kathleen Hermes, out of uh, New Jersey, Philadelphia, that area. Um, very, uh, read her book. Uh, I believe, every, you know, people who are creative uh, have a mutual respect, and I, and I have a lot of respect for all those folks. What do you think the outlook is for your company over the next five years? Where are you going to be five years from today? I think it really, there's some interesting decisions that are going to come with the new Congress that uh, 
will ex- either explode what we're doing or uh, keep us going on the same path we've been going. Um, if they if they lift that employer mandate, the penalties, I see us um, taking over a lot of self-funded traditional group health plans for larger groups. Larger companies. Yeah. Um, along with our under 100, I think we'll, under 50 will always be there, um, but it will uh, explode. And I, I do believe they will get rid of that employer mandate because they're it's virtually impossible for them to uh, keep track of that. They've admitted that to me, actually. I've talked to the IRS and the DOL. But they won't come out and say they're actually going to do anything. I believe uh, what you're going to see with this new law, this is my prediction, I might add, is come the first quarter, the you're going to see the employer mandate, uh, the medical device tax, and the death panel, they call it, mm-hmm. gone. And in lieu of that, um, the Republicans should make a concession um, to allow federal exchanges to stay, and that will wipe out the Supreme Court uh, decision that's coming in June to keep the uh, – it will be good for the, both the economy and for the American people knowing that, hey, this is here to stay because um, it's just too big of a – it's a – Hundred pound gorilla, they're not going to get off everyone's back. I'm sorry, they it's not there's not going to be repealed, but that would be the Republicans' best uh, angle. I invite them all to call me. Uh, I'll gladly negotiate it for them. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It can save America a trillion dollars if they truly want to save a million. Well, That's the question. Well, they're politicians, and they're a little little different. We don't interview politicians regularly on this show. <laughs> We do interview business owners who are interested in making more money and growing their businesses and helping their employees. Uh, Tom, in the uh, time we have left, do you have any last uh, comments? Well, if, if people uh, yeah. people want us to, uh, they want to learn how to save uh, money and provide better benefits on the employer end, or if you're confused by the health insurance on the individual end, um, in the Affordable Care Act, by all means, uh, go to our website, ClaimLinks, C-L-A-I-M-L-I-N-X.com, or feel free to call us at 513-677-6262, and uh, we'll gladly... Uh... Good. Tom, I want to uh, thank you for being on the show today, and in appreciation for that, I'm giving you a copy of the new Sandler book, Prospecting the Sandler Way. Uh, by John Rosso. I wrote the uh, foreword to the book. It's a great book on the newest Sandler prospecting methodology for uh, telephone calls. Uh, fantastic book. It's something we train our people in during the uh, cold call camp. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. And thanks for having me on the show. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks again. Uh, Scott, why don't you take it away? Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.